Hello, my little piggies. Welcome back to I Am A Bit Of An Expert, a Peppa Pig podcast. I'm your host, Josh Chapman, and joining me down the line, as always, live from Adelaide, it's uh, the other half of the show, Matt Frost. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, thank you, Josh. And how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now, I didn't have to check my cuckoo clock, uh, you know, to, to, to book our time today. I uh, just use a, a traditional phone to, to point my appointments. I don't know about you, but... A traditional phone. A traditional phone, <laughs> as opposed to a traditional cuckoo clock. Um, do you uh, have a cuckoo clock in the house at all before we go any further? No cuckoo clock. We do have a wall clock. Um, my... Um we yeah we have a, a wall clock in our kitchen my uh my mother-in-law has she'd probably have a cuckoo clock she literally has at least one wall clock in every room oh we so just we, we just got one quite recently because we we've got a digital clock uh to put in our kitchen because we didn't have a clock in there we thought oh, but we better get one and it's the worst clock ever made it keeps like the one thing a clock has to do is keep time and this clock cannot keep time like it just Curiously, is behind and behind and behind and behind until it got to a point where Kat, uh, she's just like, I can't take this anymore. We have to go out and buy another clock and put it up somewhere with just a, you know, an old school analog, put a battery in it. The hands go around. That's all we need. Like I, I didn't try and sell a cuckoo clock. Maybe I should have in, in retrospect, but um, you know, it's a little bit more boring, but um, yeah, an interesting cook episode. This one, um, just the family again, which can sometimes be, a little bit of a worry, but uh, what goes down in Cuckoo Clock, mate? Well, it's 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 all uh, oh, the story is sort of based around the kids not having a clock in their room and and coming in and waking up their parents at five a.m. Five a.m. Now that's the, the first thing I looked at. That is just going yeah. at five a.m. There is no way, no way that that flies. <laughs> they are being oh. at our house. They are being sent back to bed. Now we've got a one-year-old, and you know she, if she needs to be given some milk and reset and all that kind of stuff, then you know fair enough. But um, yep. the four-year-old knows five o'clock do, does not fly. I don't, I don't know about you, your place. Your well, piggies. you know, um, our littlest piggy's probably already snuck into our bed by then anyway. Um, ah, you got one of those. And yeah, and the slightly bigger piggy. Um, she is very hard to rouse in the mornings, ah. uh, school mornings. She yep. can be a bit. And um, the biggest piggy, the the nineteen year old piggy, she sets about four different alarms to wait wake up. And so by by the time sort of we're up and about, like there's sort of like a melody of buzzing and sort of mild <laughs> alarms coming through that she just sleeps through. The symphony's like, going off. Oh, it's brutal. Well, we've so. got um, we've got Olive a grow clock. So, are you familiar with the grow clock, Matt? The gr- no. So, what the grow clock is is basically just like a, it's like a round plastic clock, you know, with a sort of a scree or interface on it, and it basically you set a time. You set a. It's like you can set an alarm for it, basically. But the clock is blue, and then it will glow yellow. So we say, oh, it's it's. You set it for seven a.m. and then the clock glows yellow. So then Olive, if she's awake, she knows that seven o'clock is yellow, and she can get out of bed, basically. So she wakes up, oh. and she looks up, and she looks at it and goes, oh, it's blue. It's not time to get up because she can't tell time yet. She goes back to bed. So 
Yeah, so we're basically at the, this stage where yeah, she she won't get out of bed until seven o'clock now, and now she's um she's out of nappies and she can take herself to the toilet because I think we've mentioned this before. We, our house that we bought it's quite an old house. It's got very high doorknobs so the kids can't right. open yeah. the doors so her door's always been closed she couldn't get it anyway it didn't matter if she needed to go to the toilet because she was in a nappy now she's out of the nappy got to let her get to the toilet we leave the door open but again we don't want you just getting around the house too early so we've got the glow clock so now she looks at the she looks at the clock goes when it's yellow all good get out of bed so it works pretty well actually it's uh quite effective so, you um, seem to have much more compliant children. Than us. <laughs> well, we don't. It's funny what you mentioned that they, you know, that you've got the kids that crawl into bed. They've never been, never been interested in getting into bed, doing even though a little when we're trying to, you know, get them to sleep and never wanted to play ball, getting into bed. Never, yeah, never had that. No, as a hard to get to sleep, hard to keep them in their room. Yeah, just just hard. Yeah, it's just hard. Just hard to get them brush their teeth. Um, Beanie, Beanie, the Beanie's our four-year-old. Sabine's our four-year-old. Josh, I know you know this. Yes, the listeners. Yeah, for those playing, keeping score at home. Um, She's uh, she'll wake up, get get three toys like like Beanie Boos, like little quite small plush toys. Come down quite silently and we only know this because we've been awake a couple of times she'll come into our room turn around shut the door lock the door oh it's coming from inside the house <laughs> and get into our bed put one toy with mummy give one toy to me and one toy for her and then she just goes to sleep so you just wow. if you don't hear her come in like and you don't wake up you'll just wake up in the morning like cuddling a beanie boo like with a with a child in it's the like a, having a little ninja stuff. santa or something in the house yeah is, uh... she, she's yeah. um but she she's, qu- she's quite a creature of habit you know and she yeah right when when she does but the the bad thing is she's a hair puller so in her sleep she pulls your hair so oh man you yeah I, that's why I, that's why i look like i look josh <laughs> Fresh as a daisy oh, from where I'm looking, Yeah, mate. fresh as a daisy, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. basically, Daddy Pig is not, and Mummy Pig are not fresh as a daisy. They, um, you know, they've just gone, oh, you need a clock in this house. Now, I did I did try to look um, at the clock here. So, they sort of cut where it's five o'clock and Daddy Pig is like, oh, it's bloody five o'clock. You know, what are you guys doing? You need a clock. And then they cut directly going to the bedroom. But then the clock in the bedroom says it's 20 past seven. So I'm thinking that maybe he uh, did send them back to bed because I can't imagine it's taking him two hours to walk from their room to, to their room. Um, no, I, th- I think you might be right. How good are his pyjamas, though? Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, nicer than what he gets around normally. Yeah, so that teal onesie. These are quite a, quite a lovely sky blue pinstripe mm, setup. Quite smart, um, really. Yeah, like... Mummy pig just looks like a nighty, just looks like a sundress. I'm not, I'm not going for that. No, but um, yeah, he looks quite smart. Yeah, he looks very nice. So he's, um, they've decided. Oh, yeah, you need to. Um, we're going to get you the cuckoo clock, and you know, cuckoo clocks are awesome because when you get to the, the right time of the day, they go cuckoo. And Daddy Pig does do a pretty good cuckoo, though, doesn't he? 
He gets he's quite into oh. it. He's quite into the, the sort of the British eccentricity of Daddy Pig is coming out, isn't it? He's getting yeah. quite excited by the cuckoo clock. Yeah, yeah. He, he does mention that you know they um they put it away because it got a bit much. Um, but uh, yeah, um, he, he the 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 good the good the good memories are flooding back. That's for sure because he yeah. does quite a good cuckoo. There's, that that does happen a couple of times in in Pepper where they uh, they'll, they'll come back to something and they'll go oh there was a reason why we got rid of this but we've kind of forgotten about it and you know we we, we thought we'd learnt our lesson and we haven't quite learnt our lesson and it's coming back and now we'll learn our lesson all over again and that is very very real <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it's okay to to do this again maybe it's okay to give them more ice cream before bed or you know one of those sort of things and uh, yeah. So, um, basically, the next part of the episode, really, is um, George waiting to see the cuckoo, isn't it? It sort of... <laughs> it, it feels a little early season one at this point, doesn't it? Where it's sort of... the yeah, the, the breaks bit. The breaks yeah. come on pretty hard. And um, yeah. Pepper manages to see the bird, the cuckoo come out pretty much from the jump, and then she, she moves on. And then <laughs> George got the patience of... Uh, a two-year-old that I've never seen before, two or three or however old he is, where he stands for an hour staring at a clock waiting for a cuckoo. Yeah, um, so, like probably something that sets it a bit apart from sort of your, your season one fair is um, when George misses it originally, because it's quite sweet with Pepper and George running around trying to do their um, impressions of a cuckoo mm. clock um, before they see it. Um, so they're just copying Daddy Pig more or less. As I said, George runs into the other room and being a being a cuckoo, and Pepper sees it. Now, when George comes back, he's not too bad with the that he's missed it. Yeah. And then Pepper just sinks the boot in. Yeah. Like about how good it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how, how how he would have really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's very real. Mm. Like that's. That's that. That's, that's a little so, bit more edge than maybe I'm not giving it enough credit. That is, it's a little bit more edge than a, you know the early season one stuff definitely has. Yeah, and that's a, when he bursts into tears. So. Yeah, and then decides to plan himself there for quite a while to, uh, for wait for the cuckoo clock, and then you know, and then Pepper Pepper clearly sabotages him because there's it's got one minute to go. And she comes up and says, do you want to play with your favourite toy? And, yeah. oh, God, that is something that Sarai would do to Beanie, <laughs> just, to, just to see what would happen. Just like, to twist, twist the knife a little. Yeah, she's exactly like, um, Sarai's exactly like her mother, like she would, where she'll just niggle and niggle and annoy and annoy. She just loves, <laughs> loves to annoy people. Like, you know, um, you know, I just can't relate to that kind of behaviour. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so yeah, that that is something that Sarai would do. So George, yeah, misses it again, and yeah. you almost think like, oh, well, are they going to go there? Yeah, are they, is he I, just I, never going to see it? <laughs> yeah, I think in season one he just would have seen it the next time, and it just would have fell on the ground laughing, and we're done. So. Yeah, he does. I do like his little sort of mad dash that he does. So Pepper does actually come around eventually and say, oh look, you know, you better get here. It's about to happen. And then he does this sort of like her mad dash to, to to get there, and um, you know, to his credit, seems to have patience paid off. He seems pretty happy about it in the end. Yeah, he he finally falls on the ground laughing, which has probably been one of the most narratively satisfying falls on the ground laughing <laughs> so far. I think in the whole uh, 
whole series. Yeah, certainly earned. He certainly earned his moment, didn't he? Um, so now that they know that uh, the uh, the cuckoo clock, you know, works and stuff, they, uh, you know, Daddy Pig puts it up in the bedroom and um, and goes, great, now we can put this clock in here. And then, of course, completely forgetting that this thing will just go off all the time, basically. Yeah. And it's completely useless. Yeah, and luckily for them, though, when they go to when it goes off when they're putting him to bed and wakes him up it actually runs out of puff and um, it winds down so the cuckoo clock's sort of hanging out looking tired or asleep or dead and um, so mummy pig and daddy pig think that they've probably sort of dodged a bullet there but um, intrepid pepper um, remembers how daddy pig wound it up and then and then we get our final gag of the episode when they uh wind it up and take it in at the eight o'clock it would have been really funny if it was you know mummy and daddy pig have gone straight to bed yeah well i mean you know they've been they did get up at five you know to their credit yeah. so <laughs> i was kind of going oh that's weird they go to bed an hour because the kids go to bed at seven that's roughly about the time the, the girls go to bed at our house but we don't go to bed an hour later we usually start for a little bit longer but i thought well if i'd been up at five maybe i would just go to bed <laughs> you know, write the day off yeah. from then and i think like sometimes after we've gone through the the absolute war of getting our kids to bed we go to bed pretty soon after two it it doesn't happen all the time but my gosh it has happened well sometimes you have sometimes your mate makes you record a podcast instead and you know talk about (laughs) pigs and cuckoo clocks and uh you know all that kind of good stuff yeah sometimes that happens (laughs) um so any closing thoughts on cuckoo clock before we uh we send it off into the night mate not a lot happening here, but the gags were good enough again. It's a bit like last week. Yeah. Um, smaller smaller scale, but um, yeah, the, the gags again were good enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Pepper sort of um, twisting the knife into her little brother. Whoa, so real. So real. <laughs> so real. You've, you've got all that to look forward to. Yeah, like, I know. You know yeah, it's just... still an adorable little toddler at the moment. So oh. yeah, they're just starting to play a bit together now. But there is a little bit of like the, the the expression I keep using, saying to Oliver, is that you're living in Sloney's world. You know that basically, if yeah. she wants something, she just gets it. Don't you know? Yep. If you're if you come into her space and she's got something, or you've got something and she wants it, you're you're living in her world at the moment. And eventually, those those scales will tip. But uh... yeah. <laughs> Well, at least you've, you've you've sort of like laid it on real thick there. It's not your world anymore. Yeah, it's her world. At and least then you've, you've said, "Oh, but the scales may tip later." Yeah. Oh, she doesn't know that yet. Um, so, uh, thanks everybody for listening, uh, leaving reviews, sending us tweets and emails and everything like that. Um, very happy that uh, we're back on a little roll here again, and uh, we'll be back next week with pretend friend. So. Oh. I don't think I've seen that one, so I'm, I'm a little curious to see what that one's all about. But uh, yeah, right. I reckon I have, but I don't remember it well. Right, so. a little bit of sizzle there for you. But um, yes, thank you uh, again, everybody, and uh, thank you as always, Matt. Uh, thank you, Josh, and good night, my little piggies. Peppa Pig and Danny Dog and Fred.